Hi there, you're with Tristan from Decibel here. I'm lucky enough to be with John Rose today recording uh, the podcast for Decibel's Two Minutes From Home project. John Rose, based in New South Wales now, is an Australian violinist and composer and for the last 35 years has been very much at the sharp end of new improvised and experimental music and media. Welcome, John. Good to hear from you. Hey, thanks, Tristan. Likewise, likewise. This is the second piece that um, has been commissioned by you from Decibel. My first experience with playing with you, you may not remember, was uh, in 2001, actually, for the Violin Factory. I was... Um, 20 oh, you were in the Violin Factory? I was in the Violin Factory as a 20-year-old cellist. Um, ah, okay. Adam Gano. So that was kind of my first experience in, you know, in the kind of pointy end of things. You know, I was definitely interested as a performer in, you know, I was out there playing with a, an ensemble with Rachel Deese and some other friends. Uh, yeah, yeah. But th this was certainly, you know, working with you on that project certainly opened my mind up to, um, yeah, certainly a very um, new music for me at that that time. Tristan, did you come? Did you come to the the outback? Did you come to the station? I did. Yeah, I you did. I right, because not everybody, not everybody did. Um, no, so. so I played the concert at um in Winthrop Hall, and then I I did the concert out in in Wagana. Oh, okay. Well, you have to. Yeah, it was, uh... it was amazing. It was a really yeah great <laughs> introduction to your work. Um, and here we are, some uh, nineteen years later. Um, it's, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so this is uh, your piece. Uh, the Two Minutes From Home project was is entitled Data Data. Can I just get you to just talk a little bit about the piece and um, your sort of concepts behind uh, behind making this piece for Decibel? Um, 
the, the first thing was that um, I kept hearing on the radio these different versions of, you know, people in Australia are saying data, which I can't really understand because it sounds more like, you know, the Queen's received English, like daughter, daughter, what, what do you do? Daughter, daughter. And data sounds more like, uh, you know, new worlds, let's say that. And uh, certainly California or whatever. So, and uh, so, yeah, I, I can't really, I think I'm saying data, <laughs> but I'm married to an American. So that yeah. might be why it is. Yours is a little bit hybrid. It's it's not. The full, yeah. Yes, it's, maybe that's because I am. So it's yeah. like uh, and throwing living in Berlin in that too for that Absolutely. period of my life. That it's like it's it's slightly confusing. So I was very interested in just what what is this thing, you know? And and every time there's an expert, you know, on the on the on ABC, you know, and they're talking about computers, it's like data, 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 data. Yeah. So, so it's data with an R on it, actually, which is even weirder. Yeah, so that's where I got the idea. And then, um, and then I have, uh, a, a, I, I wanted it to be, a, you know, about data and, and a, about, about the world we're living in right now. So it's kind of, I, I used um, computer voices, uh, trying to struggle with, uh, with written English in a way, so I had to re-spell some of the words so they would actually sound like data, data in Hindustani or whatever it was, Mandarin. And you used the used a um, voice generator and with yeah, 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 yeah. And there's some quite there's actually some quite good quality ones now which Mac have done finally. So yeah, right. Um, but you have to you know you download them. It takes a while. They're, they're but they're much more sophisticated than the old robot sounding ones. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there is a lot. Like that electronics part is very dense. Not as dense as you think. It's probably only like six voices. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's like it's just because they're all um, well, they sh they're supposed to be reading from the same page, but in fact they're all slightly wrong, and yeah. uh, that's an added sort of thing. So I did that like a piece of counterpoint, really, just like a sort of fugal idea of counterpoint with these yeah. voices, and um, and then so there's there's that there's the you know, this let's call the whole thing off thing. There's a, was that Gershwin or something? That sort of Broadway show where yeah. they're saying tomato, tomato. And uh, that sort of appealed to me. So, and then I thought, well, um, I could make it into a kind of text piece for everybody, but no, they're instrumentalists. I mean, so let's, let's stick with that. And then I wanted something that, that really sounded like data. And I think I wasn't clear enough in my instructions and also not being there um, uh, to, to kind of, uh, try to, to put across. I wanted something that sounds like bites, you know, so, so dry, hard, cold, short, fairly aggressive. Yeah, I think, I think some of the playing ended up being quite um, legato. It was too musical. It was too yeah. musical. It got musical and that was not the intention. I could hear that eventually, oh, they're listening. No, no, this is not what I want. It's not. Anyway, it was, yeah, so it's too musical. How about that? Yeah, no, that, um, I can hear that as well. Um, yeah, and also and it's I'm, interesting though that I wonder whether because you use the um, you know, the people's chord as the yeah material that might have that, that might have put. I just wanted like because if you say to people, "We'll play anything," people who aren't really experienced in this area. Everybody's got different levels of you know <laughs> experience in that area. So what they do, it could be great or it could be a, a complete mess, which Absolutely. no one would be happy with. So I thought, well, I'd give a chord, but then giving a chord, <laughs> like whatever it was, C minor, major seven or something, yeah. um, uh, 
it sort of almost says, oh, it's got to be musical. So it's actually a sort of a, a red herring when I think about I, it. I think it actually, it makes it feel, particularly at the, the tempo that it needs to be at, it actually yes. it, it sounds like it, um, it, it almost felt like it needed to be absolutely in tune and accurate. So perhaps by trying to, you know, play all of those notes in the series that actually you would be able to play something faster and more data-like without those restraints. But I think at the same time, then you end up, you know, you, you don't have that kind of control as well. So no. I mean, there's something about people playing to a chord and also because everybody's a musician, they understand how, you know, how sound works. So yeah. you don't sort of throw in all your, your thirds and, 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 and octaves and sevenths so, right, at the, right at the bottom. Well, that's it. And the, the score itself um, is a world map um, and it, the score player, it travels behind the, the playhead um, and with various colors denoting um, population densities. So that's it. Yeah. yeah. So the, um, and the players, what do the, were the players actually reading um, when looking at those colors? I don't have it in front of me at the moment, um, but it's like it's a, a color represents, you know, over 500 persons per, yeah. uh, per, per acre or whatever it is. And, and so you get down, you realize, in fact, <laughs> and I, and I, you sort of know that intuitively, but when you see it, the, the, the globe, um, it's just, there's, there's hardly anything on it. It's, it's mainly yeah. water. And then yeah. we're all crammed into these little, nodules and uh, which is kind of scary and they're all on the coast pretty well too yep. which means hell that's going to be yeah difficult 50 it's years not, time. not really future proofed <laughs> yeah no definitely not yeah i basically ended up with two systems which is often the way i like to work where mm -hmm. there are they're what what uh, what i call zusammenstoss which is like uh, a, a collision a kind of collision music so you have two separate systems they're independent mm -hmm but they they're linked together in some way and it can be purely sonically or it can be some sort of theoretical device yeah conceptual thing it can be do with it can be linked in place it can be linked you know there are all kinds of ways of linking things and so uh, uh, on the world map it seemed to, that there was a was a perfect sort of uh, analog absolutely absolutely um and we you know we did add a few more um double ups of ourselves for this performance so there's uh, about 14 of us in there of uh you know oh, double right. oh, you did. yes I, in I, the video but um I, because i could see on the video like oh that's 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 not in sync or that's something else so it depends on yeah on, so yeah. you know and i think that your concept though was based on having um you know a lot more people really you know you sure. set up to 100 players yeah 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 it yeah. should be massive it should be massive and uh and uh yeah, it's uh, after all, you're going for some, you know, to total sound. That's basically. So I mean, I think there are ways of of doing it. It should be different every time, of course. But it's like uh, I think if if you do it a few times, I think people get to know their their space, yeah. <laughs> where they where they fit, kind of thing. And then you could just concentrate on being as horrendously sort of robotic as possible. You did release a couple of videos during. Um, the lockdown time as well. Sure. Um, and so when when were those um, recorded? And uh, was uh, they were they were broadcast um, on YouTube? And uh, yes, you just told me. And then now now they're up there. Well, they're basically um, this was before I got my shingles actually. So I was actually 
coming out, this is, you know, a lot of medical talk, but I was coming out of a, a stem cell transplant. So I was on the way back, but it was slow. But then the lockdown happens on top of that. And I thought, well, I've got most of the museum in boxes in my garage. And like, we're just, you have no idea how much stuff is in here. But um, yeah. uh, I thought, well, I should just do something with it. You know, there was supposed to be a, a museum show in, I think it was June, July yeah. in Sydney. And of course it was all canceled. So I thought, well, I'll just do it. And uh, this guy in Italy has supported me um, for many, many years. And um, he sort of offered to pay, pay me a fee to do it. So I right. um, did that. And then I thought, well, I haven't done a violin thing for a long time. So once I got into the idea of having the garage with a blackout on, a, on one wall, and I thought, oh, actually, you could pass this off as a studio <laughs> yeah if you if you tweak the contrast um so uh yeah so then i did a the whole thing i did like 10 violins which is uh playing they're all different like different strings different numbers of necks all kinds of stuff electronics interactive stuff interactive bow um so I just i picked like 10 and i then i just did uh, uh, a, a recording each day with each instrument for lasting, wow. you know, I probably spent about an hour. It took like a long time to set these things up because I did it all myself. So it's okay. It's playing good. But then if the, if the video looks shit, then you're, you know, I've yeah, got to exactly. do all the thing. So, um, so I just, yeah, each day I did a different instrument and then, um, uh, and then I edited them together. Yeah. That's uh, Yeah. It's a great, um, great film. The museum and lockdown John Rose uh, on YouTube is, is what it's called. So that came out in June. Um, I didn't realize that was shot at your house, which is that was in my garage. No, right. <laughs> so I'm it's like if you could look, just see slightly to the left or the right of the screen, you have to go, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it took. I have to say, it took, it took like an hour to two hours every day to move everything around as well, like to make the space right. to be able to do. It. So yeah, there's like, a lot of lot of uh, lot oh, of gear in there. There's a lot of gear. Yeah. Anyway, um, so thanks very much for, for joining me today, John. Um, I really appreciate your time, welcome. and um, and thank you again for your um contribution to the Two Minutes from Home project for Decibel. Well, I I think it turned out. I mean, not just because I was in it, but it's like there's a there's the, all the pieces are really good. I mean, they've all got a factor, as I say. Yeah. And it's and in in a, in a couple of minutes, you don't have much time to make your case. So um. Uh, I think it's good. Yeah, get in and get it done. People dealt with that. You've got to have your idea and you've got to deliver it. Yeah. <clears throat> There's no warm-up. Exactly. Yeah, no, but uh, thank you for your time today and um, and uh, all the best. All the best. Two Minutes From Home is a project initiated by the Decibel New Music Ensemble. It sees 22-minute online compositions commissioned for 2020. Each of these pieces engages with the Decibel Score Player, an iPad application that facilitates the network reading of graphic notation. Each commission results in an audiovisual outcome that can be found on our website, decibelnewmusic.com or vimeo.com forward slash decibelnewmusic. This project has been generously supported by the Australia Council for the Arts. Da 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 da